Welcome to the Hoop Commitment. I'm your host, Mike Nielsen. Join me every week to get inside the greatest minds in basketball nutrition, training, and leadership to elevate your game and improve the way you eat, train, and lead. Welcome to episode 82. Now, as most of you know, my daily commitment for 2021 is to study Dr. John Brardy and Precision Nutrition. I finished the Level 1 certification earlier this year and just started the Level 2 cert last week. And nutrition is really important to me for a few reasons, but the biggest might be that it's helped my wife Rhiannon with her health issues. When we were first married, she would have terrible bladder infection type pain that would send her to the ER. But when she got her test results back, they couldn't find any infection. And so after seeing all types of doctors and specialists, she figured out that what she ate was one of the biggest factors in having her flare-ups. And so when sports nutritionists explain eating in terms of just calories, vitamins, and minerals, I know firsthand that food is way more than just the sum of its nutrients. And another reason why I spend so much time studying nutrition is that I don't think you can be a great strength conditioning coach if you're not a great nutritionist. Because what you eat is what fuels your workouts. If you don't eat well, you won't train well. And what you eat is also what helps you recover and build muscle after your workouts. Your muscles are directly made from what you eat. Now, obviously, having a well-designed training program is crucial. But without a solid diet, you won't get the results that you want. And so today, I wanted to cut through the theory of sports nutrition and give you a concrete example of what an optimal day of eating could look like as a basketball player. Now, if you're unsure about how to best feel your body, you're not alone. I really believe a lot of the confusion comes from people wanting to make money selling magazines, books, and supplements. To keep people reading or buying their product, they always have to find a new superfood that will cure your ailments or a villain compound that is the cause of weight gain. And I'm not judging them. I know they're fulfilling a need that people are looking for. It's just that as basketball players, this information doesn't help us, and in most cases, ends up hurting. We get confused, and instead of making a positive change, it's easier just to do nothing and go back to eating the way we used to. And athletes also have to be careful about who they listen to, because eating for basketball performance is different than eating for weight loss, or even other sports like fitness competitions or football or cross country. What might work for a parent or coach might not be the best thing for a player needing to fuel their body for practices, games, weights, and tournaments. And so what I wanted to do today was give you a sample day of eating, give you concrete things that you could do for breakfast, lunch, dinner, post-workout meal, and snack. But before we do that, Here's a quick review of the three levels of basketball nutrition. This will help you understand the why behind the what. While giving you breakfast, lunch, and dinner options will be helpful, you can become your own best sports nutritionist by understanding how food interacts with your body and how to prioritize your eating goals. Level one is fuel, which is the truth that just like gas is fuel for your car, food is fuel for your body. Level 1 shows that timing and the amount of food you eat is the most important thing you can do to improve your performance. And the way we apply this rule is by having athletes eat five times a day. You can master Level 1 by eating breakfast, 
lunch and dinner, along with a couple snacks. And if you're not doing this, there's no need to go to level two or level three. This is where you need to begin. But if you are eating five times a day, you earn the right to go to level two, which is fire, which means you should build a meal just like you build a fire. When you're building a fire, you need quick burning fuel like paper. You also need to create the structure of the fire with kindling, and that's a medium fuel source. And then you need a long-term fuel source like logs that will keep burning all night long. And it's the same with food. Carbohydrates are quick burning fuel. Protein is a medium-term energy source that creates every structure in the human body. And fat is your big log on the fire that doesn't light up quick, but gives you long-lasting energy. So when you're building a plate for dinner, make sure you have a cupped handful of carbohydrates, a palm-sized portion of protein, and a thumb-sized portion of fat. The cupped hand of carbohydrates could be rice, potatoes, or pasta. And these are what give you quick-burning energy. The palm of protein could be chicken, fish, or beef. And this is your medium energy source that creates every structure in your body. And the thumb-sized portion of fat could be nuts, avocados, or olive oil. And this gives you long-lasting energy. And I found that most athletes do a great job of getting all three energy sources for dinner, but it's usually a struggle for breakfast and maybe even lunch. And so if you've passed level one and are getting the right amount of fuel in, and you pass level two, building your meal like you're building a fire, then the highest level of nutrition, level three, is food. And not food-like substances, but real whole foods. And the way I define a whole food is where the name of the food is the ingredient of the food. So an apple is a whole food because the ingredient of an apple is an apple. And so once players are at level three and they're eating five times a day and they have protein, carbs, and fat at every meal, the next level is to add a side salad to their lunches or fruit for breakfast. It's these small, simple decisions that add up over the course of a month. And so to reward athletes for working on level one and eating five times a day, and working on level two by having protein at every meal, and by working on level three by eating fruits and vegetables, I created the Basketball Nutrition Game. And if you haven't played it with your team yet, you got to give it a try. Within just a couple days, every player will know exactly what they need to do to optimize their nutrition. And even more importantly, they'll get to practice it. So here's how the game works. You get points for eating certain foods throughout the day, and a perfect score equals 100. For breakfast, you get 15 points if you eat anything, whether it's a Pop-Tart, cereal, or oatmeal. It doesn't matter. Just eating something for breakfast gets you 15 points. And then you add 10 more points if you eat a vegetable, 5 more points for a piece of fruit, and 5 more points for a protein source. So if you have a perfect breakfast, it includes a fruit, vegetable, and a protein source, and that will score you 35 points. Now, you can define a protein source however you want, but I know for sure you better define it. Basketball players are competitive and will do everything they can to try and tell you that their Pop-Tart has 0.6 grams of protein, so it should count as a protein source. Believe me, I think I've heard every excuse in the book. So to simplify the game and create fair rules, I use chicken, turkey, fish, 
beef, milk, eggs, yogurt, peanut butter, and protein powders as acceptable protein sources. But if you have a vegan athlete, you'll want to expand this list to include even more plant-based options. And the point system applies to lunch as well, which means you get points for just eating anything for lunch, even if it's a donut. Now, of course, that's not my first choice, but eating something for lunch is better than eating nothing. And while you get 15 points for eating breakfast, you only get 10 points for just eating lunch. But then, if you have a vegetable, you add another 10 points. An additional 5 points for a piece of fruit, and 5 more points for a protein source. And just like you had to define your protein sources, you'll also have to define what you count as a fruit and vegetable. So even though a tomato is classified as a fruit, most of us think of it as a vegetable. So if a player has a sliced tomato on a turkey sandwich, you've got to define whether they get 10 points for eating a veggie or only 5 points for fruit. And what about ketchup on a hamburger? Does that even count? Well, to simplify things, I've just been using the strict definitions of fruit and veggies so we don't get caught too much in the weeds and to limit players battling each other over points. So in my game, that means that a tomato is a piece of fruit, but ketchup is a condiment and doesn't count. And the last meal is dinner. And just like you get 15 points for eating anything for breakfast and 10 points for just eating anything for lunch, you get 5 points for just eating anything for dinner. And then, of course, you get the additional 10 points for veggies, 5 points for fruit, and 5 points for a protein source. So, a perfect dinner can earn you 25 points. And then the last way players can earn points is with snacks. And I tell players that on days they work out, they should have a post-workout snack and then fit another one in, whether it's after school or before bed. You see, a good rule of thumb is to fuel your body about every three hours. So if breakfast is at 8 o'clock in the morning, then lunch should be three hours later at 11, and a snack three hours later at 2, and then dinner could be three hours later at 5, and then your last snack could be three hours later at 8 o'clock at night. And obviously, this changes drastically in the college setting based off class and practice times. But no matter how tricky a player's class schedule is, we can always find a way to get them fed every three to four hours, even if it's just an RX bar and a piece of fruit between classes. And the rule I have with snacks is that it will only give you points if it has multiple energy sources. So an apple is not a snack because it's only a carbohydrate. It's just that quick burning fuel. But it becomes a snack when you add peanut butter, string cheese, almonds, or a protein bar to it. Because then you're building your snack just like you're building a fire. And so players can earn 5 points for a snack with a max of 10 points when they eat 2 snacks a day. So as you can see, the nutrition game rewards people for eating 5 times throughout the day, which is level 1, or fuel. And they get even more points if they eat a protein source which is level two or fire, and even more points if they eat fruits and veggies, which is level three or food. So if you want to play this game with your team or your family, go to hoopcommitment.com forward slash nutrition game, and you can download a free copy with game sheet and rules. And so finally, here's what a perfect day or a 100 point performance would look like. To get 35 points for breakfast, 
you could do a homemade cashew cherry smoothie made with milk, frozen spinach, frozen cherries, and cashews. You see, milk would be your protein source, spinach would be your vegetable, and cherries would be your fruit. I mean, what a quick and easy and great tasting way to get all 35 points for breakfast. Or you could do an omelet with mushrooms, peppers, and a banana on the side. You see, both of these options would give you full points. And I personally make the cashew cherry smoothie almost every day for breakfast, and it tastes like heaven. And then three hours later, to get yourself a 30-point lunch, here are a couple options that my kids love. First, a chipotle bowl. Are you serious? Is there a better way to get protein, fruits, and veggies than a bowl with brown rice, grilled veggies, salsa, chicken, and some guac? Now, my GU athletes tease me because I'm a creature of habit. And along with my cherry smoothie, I also eat a chipotle every single workday. But if you want to save on your family budget, you can make a turkey sandwich with lettuce, tomato, and an apple. Now, both options will get you full points. Now, getting a 25-point dinner at our house is pretty easy because my wife, Rhiannon, spoils us. It's pretty common for her to make chicken and potatoes with corn, peas, and carrots, and you can have a couple fresh strawberries for dessert. Or I love when she makes homemade chili with a side salad. And while most athletes struggle with getting their full points for breakfast, almost every one of my players scores 20 to 25 points for dinner. And so by just eating these three sample meals I suggested, you're already at 90 points. And I tell my players that if you're consistently above 80 points, you're doing really well. Because there's no way to get 80 points if you skip a meal or if you don't have at least one fruit and veggie every day. Now, of course, in a perfect world, you get 100 points. But you don't have to be perfect to optimize your performance on the court. And now if you remember, I suggest getting two snacks in every day. So after your breakfast and lunch, you're probably going to want to get an after-school snack in. And remember, it only counts as a snack if you have more than one energy source, which is usually a carbohydrate selection with either a fat or a protein source. And my personal favorite go-to snack is a piece of fruit with a nut. And so I do a lot of apples with peanut butter or bananas with cashews. But my athletes really like RX bars, Lara bars, Epic bars, or even just half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And these are all approved snacks. And if you want to get your full points, you're going to have that second snack probably after dinner before bedtime. And so after my players know the three levels of nutrition and understand the rules of the game, we play the basketball nutrition game every day for two weeks. When they walk into the weight room... I have the game form ready for each person to fill out, and then it's pretty funny to hear all the different responses you get from them. Like, man, I killed breakfast this week, to I totally forgot to pack a snack, to coach, don't look at my numbers today. But I let them know that one day doesn't mean much. Remember, most people overestimate what they can do in the short run and totally underestimate what they can do in the long run. And so, who cares if you miss breakfast one day? What I care about is what you did over the course of the month. A chronic bad diet can't be fixed with a magic pregame meal. And so, it's what you consistently do that really matters. And so, with the game, 
Every day we review their numbers, and I give them little nutrition tidbits and create discussions so we can all learn from each other. After the first day they fill out the form, I like to ask the people who struggle with breakfast what they need help with. Because some people have an upset stomach, or some people slept in, or just didn't make time, while others really don't even know what to eat. And so then I follow up by asking the players who scored 25, 30, or 35 points what they ate. And it's fun to hear all the different options and ways you can score points for breakfast. And after we have a few people share, I go back and ask the players who didn't eat breakfast if those options would work for them or if they need to sit down with me and get some individualized help. And simply hearing from the team leaders usually gets those people back on track and it also creates a culture of good nutrition in your program. Now in the past, I've also messed around with giving bonus points to athletes who sacrificed a sugary dessert for fresh fruit. And that's been a fun way to address the topic of eating junk food. And it's also a great way for players to pay attention and listen to how their bodies feel after eating healthy versus eating garbage. But ultimately, what I found is that when players adequately fuel themselves earlier in the day, they don't have as big of a sweet tooth later on in the afternoon. So that's it. That's your sample day of eating and the rules for the nutrition game. And if you haven't already, give the game a try and see how you stack up. Because remember, if you know it and you don't do it, you don't know it. It does your body no good to understand that fruits and vegetables are healthy for you if you don't actually eat them. There's no power in understanding nutrition. There's only power in doing. And I hope you'll join me next week on the podcast where I get to interview Greg Bishop, senior sports writer for Sports Illustrated. We became friends recently when he was doing research for his Gonzaga cover stories. And we spent the whole episode discussing the common threads and the most successful athletes in the world. You won't want to miss it. And all of you who are committed will earn your X. Ex-